done, reach for DeWalt's full line of tools and accessories. Team up with Team Tools and DeWalt. Time for another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, slither love, snake. Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Sometimes we have to decide these things last minute. Today we're drafting our favorite movie death, not favorite, most iconic movie deaths. Maybe, maybe. Maybe inspired by the death of the Ron DeSantis campaign. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, Garrett, you want to go first? Yeah, I got one that scarred me as a child. I know you uh, always used to, always like to make fun of me because I pick childish movies or, or, or things like that. But listen, I still have not gotten over. And again, this is not our favorite. This is the most iconic. These are the first ones that pop into our head. I still haven't gotten over Mufasa dying in that stampede in The Lion King. That's just one of the saddest moments ever he's papa papa and he won't wake up wake up pop oh dude simba just and then simba thinks it's his fault man like oh it's just it's horrifying to watch that any single anytime and i'm taking the cartoon version obviously because it's a crime that disney is remaking all these live action versions yeah I, i didn't i did not watch the live action version um okay i you know listen i'm gonna I didn't see Lion King till I was an adult. It's it, it's fine. Oh, then you don't get to comment on I, it. I, you, don't, I, you don't get to. I don't think that it's, much. It, Mufasa, which I just spelled his name wrong. Mufasa is a is a number one worthy pick. I promise you. The, it, it it impacted me as a child. Like, oh wait, I'm picking one that impacted me as a child. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, there's a guy. His name's Arnold Tot. Nobody knows the name. All you know is he's the evil Nazi with the the glasses. And the whole movie, he's kind of a scary dude. He's a little weird and off kilter. And at the end, when they open the Ark of the Covenant, his, he starts laughing maniacally and then his face melts, like turns into blood. And, and it, that's one that as a child scarred me. I was like, Oh my, like it gave me nightmares for a very long time. Still one of the greatest. Ironically, there's two iconic film deaths in that. The other one, is the big bald guy that that uh, Harrison Ford tries to box with and then ends up walking into the propeller of the plane? Two fantastic iconic deaths, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna just put Raiders of the Lark as Raiders of the Lost Ark as my number one. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fantastic one. It was on my board, and it did kind of shock me. It was not the grossest scene in an Indiana Jones movie for me, though. That comes in Temple of Doom when they straight up rip the guy's heart out. That scarred me for a long time, but this this did a, a similar thing to my traumatically infused brain as a child. All right, uh, my my number two pick uh, is actually going to be a much more modern movie, um, and I think it's just the visceralness of of this. But in Joker uh, with Joaquin Phoenix, the whole movie, and we should have said this at the beginning. If you haven't seen these movies, you don't want to know the end. You should probably turn the show off right now. But uh, if you have have seen the Joker, you know it all builds to him meeting his hero, who's a late night comedian, and then he murders him on national television, and it is visceral and stunning. And obviously, Joaquin Phoenix does a great job as somebody who's 
sort of circling the drain of life and 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 just continually going down into this dark depression. It is a hard to watch final scene, but it's also one of the more iconic deaths in a movie in in in, in the time I've watched. It's it's a good one. I watched this movie by myself in my room because I just I was dying to see it, and my parents kept going, "Ah, yeah, we'll we'll get it another time. Oh yeah, we'll rent that eventually. Oh yeah, but there's this new movie out." So eventually, I just went to the red box and snagged it for myself, and I watched it alone in my room, and it was fantastic. I I absolutely loved it. I think it I think it did mental health really really well, while also still showing like this guy had he had a choice at the end of the day, and he chose the the crazy psycho jokerness that he ended up. Uh, ended up becoming. I'm going to take uh, one from the 70s. It is a double death, which means I get double points, technically. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, count two votes for every one you pass. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going with the end of the original uh, sixth Star Wars movie where Darth Vader picks up Emperor Palpatine and throws him over the edge, and that kind of causes really? Darth Vader to die, too. This, That's an iconic film death. This is uh, for a it's couple not even of the reasons. most iconic in the franchise. I know, for a couple of reasons. Number one, number one, Emperor Palpatine uh, dies. He's the big bad. Obviously, that's important. Darth Vader gets his ultimate redemption, which is what the entire uh, six movies is building towards. I know the prequels came later, but they set it up in that sort of way, where the entire movie is the. The avenging him is a, the retribution of Darth Vader, him avenging himself in the end. What I also love is the fact that Star Wars is all about the, the spaceships and lightsabers and these laser guns and going hyperspeed and traveling to different planets. But the ultimate ending of the, sh- of the movie, of the trilogy, what should have ended the entire franchise, is Darth Vader just picking him up and throwing him over a ledge. It was not this big, convoluted scene. It was just, I want to save my son, Luke. Uh, pick him up, throw him over the edge. I think it, I think it uh, speaks to that it was more than just a little sci-fi Western thriller. I, I, I don't like the death. The Emperor has all the powers of the Force. He could, he could have levitated himself. He could have done all, he could have, like, used the... I thought the death was sort of... Che- and even as a kid, I remember being like, that's all it took? He just had to throw him over the ledge? Like, I thought it was going to take more. Like, when Obi-Wan dies, he lets Darth Vader kill him. Oh, like, I, I, I never found the Emperor's death to be that iconic. That's why you should not vote for Garrett in the, in the, in the vote. No, you, you absolutely should. I spent I the weekend watching two candidates trash each other. Now I'm all about negative campaigning. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, the, if you want... If you find beauty and simplicity, vote for me. If not, you can vote for Elijah and all of his fancy new age movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> if you think you're mad at me now, you know what? No, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and stand up because this pick means a lot to me. Um, this is not a a cheering death. This is a very sad death. You're, we, we've had this argument before. I'm standing up because I'm prepared to have it again. Nothing struck me right in the feels like the ending of my favorite movie and your favorite movie, the notebook. When you find out that Noah and Allie <laughs> have passed away in the same hospital bed, it's it's a glorious scene where you realize. And I remember watching it for the first time as a 15 year old and going, but again by myself because I had a lot of friends growing up, uh, <laughs> realizing, oh they're dead. Oh they're oh they died together. And then you you hear the scene later. Oh they died 15 minutes apart. And it's this. You see their entire 
lives from like 18 years old on to about 70 and they spent it all together except for the the one guy who screwed it up for a while uh other than that and this is what we disagree on because yeah. the guy she was with was a great guy she didn't love him but but noah and her were a bad pick. here's the problem here's my problem with the film it came out in 2004 when i was in college my younger uh um, younger brother had the, the same name as the main character and every girl was like Oh, it's such a great name. And I was like, yeah, Elijah's a pretty awesome name. Uh, it's, it's kind of a, a, a really strong, powerful name. Like, no, have you seen the I hate the movie. I think the movie's poor. I don't think they should have ended up together. I thought the way she treated her guy at the time, boyfriend, fiance, whatever it was, horrible. Horrible. It's a terrible movie. You should watch it. Bad, bad moral to the movie. The two people who loved each other died 15 minutes apart in a hospital bed, even though he had every right to leave her throughout the course of the movie. And he never gave up on Allie. They ended up dying in each other's arms in a hospital bed together. It's a beautiful scene. The camera pans out over time and you realize that they've, they, they've stayed apart there. They've, or they've stayed together their entire lives and that fate itself continues to bring them together. That's true love. That's viewed beautiful. That's why you're voting for this. Uh, you're voting for me in the snake draft. Left me cold. Um, okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm tr- struggling with my last two because I got to decide, do I go with famous movies, famous deaths, or do I go with the ones that I think are really the best? I got to go with one. I know you're not crazy about this film and not a lot of people have seen it. I'm going to pick Charlie in the movie Hereditary. If you've ever seen the movie Hereditary, this is a rough scene to watch. Um, a child in the movie that can't breathe uh, is is sitting in the back of a car. They stick their head out the window to try to get some air, and they end up uh, decapitated on the road. It is probably one of the more visceral movie deaths I've ever seen in my life. Um, I, to me, I don't remember the rest of the movie, and probably the rest of the movie is not that good. I will never not remember that particular death in the film. It's just so incredible. You saw my visceral reaction. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's iconic. It is so iconic. It is, it is in the blink of an eye because he's already, he's already choking. He has an allergic reaction to the nuts that were in a cake at a party that he should, he had no business going to in the first place. It was a high school party, but the mom made the older brother bring him along. And you're like, Oh my goodness, is he going to be okay? Is he going to be okay? He takes one deep breath and you're like, Oh my goodness. Yes. Charlie's going to make it. And then he doesn't. And it's, it just, the tension builds perfectly and then it's over in an instant. And the worst part is it, it's such a good scene in an otherwise forgettable film. Like, and that's the problem. Like the film overall is just not that good. Yeah. But that scene just so good. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a terrifying scene. I, I want to hate on that pick. I cannot. That is, that is a really good pick. So my last pick, I, I'm totally cheating here. Um, my last pick is going to be every death in the movie seven. And if you've, have you seen seven, Garrett? I don't, I, I haven't seen one through six. So no, I haven't. I, <laughs> I, I feel bad for you. The movie seven is one of the greatest movies of all time. I, I put it in my top five list ever. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, uh, a famous person who ends up being the bad, the evil serial killer who is not listed in the credits. The movie seven is about a serial killer who kills people based upon the seven deadly sins. I'm not going to go through each one of them, but for instance, one of the first people they find that is dead um, has eaten himself to death because gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins. 
And what they figure out is that the serial killer sat there and forced him to eat at gunpoint. And then at some point, they ate everything in the house, and he went out and bought more food and ate until the guy inside burst from eating too much. And that is the entire movie takes place around that theme. Now, it's a tough movie to watch. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. It may have, in my opinion, the greatest final twist of any movie I've ever seen. That includes, I mean, you put all the great final twists up there, Usual Suspects, Sixth Sense, the final twist in Seven. It's an incredible movie. It's it's so well done. It's dark. It's disturbing. But I think every death scene in Seven, all one through seven of them, go up there as as the greatest iconic film death scenes of all time. You're cheating. You know that. And you've admitted it. And it's. I was going to try to pick one of them. And the problem is, I can't even tell you the ending because the ending is so incredibly well done. Um, all I can say is each death scene is, is, is more iconic than the one before. I will, I will have to watch it at some point. And now I'm actually watching the movies that you tell me to watch. And I think you're right on some of these. Some of these are some pretty, pretty good movies. Shockingly, I've got good taste in movies. You might have some good taste in some movies. You don't have good taste in movie death. That's why you should vote for me. Uh, my final pick is a is a real heartstring tugger. I I wanted to, I wanted to find some gruesome ones. I wanted to find some really gross ones. That's just not really my style. Um, if you want if you want blood and gore and grossness, go for Elijah's list. I guess mine's more about coming together as a family. This is the only time. Oh my god! This is the only time I have ever seen my stepfather Chris cry, maybe ever. And I've been to funerals with this man. I've been to weddings with this guy. I've been through dogs' deaths with this guy, funny enough. If you pick Old Yeller, I'm... Not I'm Old Yeller. I'm picking Marley and Me. <laughs> that is the only time I have ever seen my stepdad cry. My stepdad is... He, he's only 5'7", but he is a strong, like manly man type of guy. This guy, uh, he owns his own mechanic shop. He... Goes on elk hunting trips regularly. He's out hanging with the fellas. But for some reason, Marley from Marley and Me got to him so much that I actually looked up and saw him shed real-life tears in this movie, and it impacted me forever. Again, I didn't cry because I was like 13, 14, ah, maybe, maybe like 16 at the time. But I remember looking up and seeing my stepdad, Chris, cry, and it impacted me forever. And it's a really, really, really sad movie. And so I'm going with that. Um, we only have uh, about a minute, 20 seconds left. Congratulations to Joelle for winning the last snake draft oh, wow. that we did. I know. I thought I thought her pick stunk, but I was wrong. Uh, sorry, Joelle. Shout out to you for winning. Uh, you can vote on this list at KWTO. That's on Twitter at KWTO, uh, at 933-KWTO, 933-KWTO, or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Um, I want to re read over the picks, but we don't have enough time. So, Elijah, quote of the day. Uh, before the quote of the day, I did have uh, a show listener reach out. A uh, few people that are pretty active about their faith publicly. Kirk Cousins, Tony Dungy, CJ Stroud, and Jalen Hurts. All good, good options. Okay. Excellent. As we do every day, we finish up with a quote of the day. As life is, death is. The awareness of this fact allows you to live life fully and to its most intense purposes. We'll see you tomorrow on the Elijah Hart Show. Above me, that endless skyway I saw below me, that golden valley, this land.
So you're finally ready for a big, booming year of business. But how do you plan on getting more in 24? With a little help from Zimmer Communications, we're giving away $50,000 in advertising to help one lucky business owner get more in 24. Registration is ending in a few weeks, so do not miss your chance to win $50,000 in advertising and get more in 24. Newer existing clients can register to